You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are doing well and your employment rights are doing their job of protecting you at work. In last week's episode, we looked at the new mandatory COVID vaccination legislation that came into force on the 30th of July 2021. With that legislation now requiring all staff working in care homes and all contractors providing regulation and other support services to be fully vaccinated against COVID by the 11th of November 2021. In this week's episode, we take a look at your employment rights and what happens if you refuse or cannot comply with mandatory vaccination requirements. So firstly, even though there is a law that says you must be fully vaccinated by the 11th of November 2021, there is no law that says not being vaccinated is a sackable offence, even though, in effect, This is what will likely happen because the government is backing this action. The key point to note here is that getting you out of your job, however, for refusing to be fully vaccinated is not as straightforward as some employers would like. And that's because your employment rights will require your employer to consider alternatives in a meaningful way before dismissal becomes an option that can be pursued under the some other substantial reason header. And you'll remember, we looked at the use of some other substantial reason as a fair reason for dismissal in episode 83 of the podcast. So looking at alternatives that your employer could consider if you decided that you did not want to be vaccinated, but you still wanted to keep your job, Well, those alternatives are very limited. So, for example, if you are a pregnant member of staff, there is no exemption to you having to be fully vaccinated in order to perform your duties. But if you are somebody that decided you didn't want the vaccination or you couldn't meet the vaccination timetable by the 11th of November, let's say, for example, because you're worried about the impact of the vaccine on your pregnancy, rather than dismissal, an employer could consider a period of paid or unpaid leave if you're due to go on maternity leave within a reasonable amount of time. And let's say, for example, you are somebody who is considering vaccination, but after the birth of your baby. This would be a positive step that would work alongside the Equality Act legislation. And remember, pregnancy is a protected characteristic under the Equality Act. And therefore, everything that the employer does must focus on avoiding discriminating against you because of pregnancy. So considering an alternative like extending your leave either through an unpaid or a paid route, 
that would be a positive step that would work alongside Equality Act legislation. And a tribunal would also consider this approach to be a positive compromise, given that you are seeking only to delay vaccination rather than to completely refuse vaccination. And a similar situation could be arranged for other members of staff who are merely seeking to delay vaccination because they can't meet the 11th of November timeline. And so it is about negotiating with your employer to try to find a middle ground that both parties can agree with rather than the employer seeking to dismiss you. Another alternative that employment tribunals would expect to see is that of redeployment being considered if you don't want to be vaccinated. Employers would be expected to consider redeploying you to another role. And to do that, all available roles in the business that you could do must be explored. If a different role would allow you to keep your job and still perform your duties in the way your employer expects. But it is important to note that with the impact of mandatory vaccines now biting deep into the business of care homes and related support services, it's generally understood that redeployment opportunities are likely to be limited within the care home sector. And because staff would not be considered fully vaccinated until at least two weeks after the second vaccination. If your employer is considering redeployment or you would like your employer to redeploy you to another role if you don't want to take the vaccine, then these are discussions that your employer should be having with you now so that you can meet the 11th of November deadline. But if there are no alternative roles available, then the next step, unfortunately, is dismissal. Other alternatives you might like your employer to consider, but where you would be wrong, would be in the areas of regular testing and even daily testing. Many members of staff in the care home sector have said that they would be prepared to go through regular and daily testing to prove their coronavirus status rather than take the vaccine. And regular and daily testing is a viable response to the need to prove your coronavirus status. However, the law governing care homes does not see regular testing as an effective way of managing the virus. And therefore, this type of approach as an alternative to the vaccine has been ruled out. Another alternative would be that of providing PPE. And again, whilst quality PPE is seen as an effective alternative to offering no protection at all, it's not seen as a viable alternative to mandatory vaccines for care home staff. PPE is seen as a support to vaccinations to reduce the spread of the virus. And that's because it's generally understood that even when fully vaccinated, this does not guarantee that you can't catch COVID or pass the virus on to others, even if you've had COVID before. So PPE is not regarded as a viable alternative 
to meet the standard of being fully vaccinated. And finally, homeworking. Homeworking is seen as a viable alternative to vaccination, but homeworking is still very limited in effectiveness against the virus. And that's because there will always be the possibility of a requirement for a member of staff working at home to have to come into the working environment. And at that point in time, the requirement to be fully vaccinated would arise again and you and your employer would be back at the starting point of matters related to mandatory vaccinations. So for that reason, homeworking will likely not be offered as a viable alternative to mandatory vaccinations in the care home sector. So after all the alternatives have been considered for staff in the care home sector who don't want to be vaccinated, your employer will need to make a decision about your future role. And if none of the alternatives are viable, your employer will be legally permitted to dismiss you if you refuse to be fully vaccinated and you cannot be redeployed into another role. Now, if you are an employee facing dismissal action against you and you have two years continuous service with the same employer, you will be entitled to unfair dismissal rights. And as part of your rights, your employer will need to show that a fair process was applied and other alternatives were considered before deciding to dismiss you. And if you need more information about what that fair process might be, then you can re-listen to episode 78 of the podcast where we covered this topic. So let's say you find yourself dismissed. What redress do you have? How can you challenge that? Well, the first is, as just mentioned, you will have the right to bring an unfair dismissal claim, particularly if you feel your employer has not followed a fair dismissal process. The same length of service is also required if you want to claim constructive dismissal. And for constructive dismissal, You would argue in a tribunal, for example, that applying a mandatory vaccination clause, which you are unable to comply with, effectively left you with no choice but to leave your job against your will. And that's where the element of constructive dismissal will come in. And you then run your case like an unfair dismissal case. If you have less than two years service, you could claim breach of contract, arguing that requiring you to be fully vaccinated without your express agreement amounts to a significant, or what is called in legal terms, a repudiatory breach of your contract, and therefore a breach of the express or implied terms in the employment contract between you and your employer. And this would be a contract that would have been working perfectly well before the law on vaccinations was changed. And finally, if you lose your job because of the compulsory vaccination standard, this could be seen as an act of direct discrimination against you if you are covered by a protected characteristic in the Equality Act. We looked at pregnancy earlier on in this episode and gave some pointers. 
But young people, for example, could claim that they have a lower risk of hospitalisation and a reported higher risk of blood clotting, which makes them not want to take the vaccine. And that is a discrimination case that could be run in an employment tribunal, especially if there is strong medical evidence to back that claim. Also, the vaccine might not be suitable for people with certain disabilities or mental health concerns, for example. And also, members from certain racial groups are known to be hesitant about taking the vaccine due to the historical and ongoing concerns about health racism. Whilst people from certain religious groups are more likely to object on moral or religious grounds, even though religion is not included in the list of exemptions of people who don't have to take the vaccine. The point here is that mandatory vaccines and issues of discrimination could be strong enough to challenge your dismissal in an employment tribunal. However, there is a note of caution here. In all of these examples of possible unfair treatment, you will be expected to demonstrate that you took steps to comply with your employer's instructions. And this is where employers will have the upper hand because employers will be able to argue really quite forcefully that they have no issue with you as a staff member and that indeed you're one of their best workers but the employer will say that they have been left with no choice but to comply with a government direction to ensure all staff are vaccinated before the 11th of November and that, in effect, they too have been left with no choice but to dismiss you and anyone else who isn't vaccinated, having considered all other alternatives and dismissal being the only action left. So the key point to note here is that any challenge you raise about your dismissal, should it come to that, will need to challenge the employer's major legal point, which is one based on no option but to enforce government legislation. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week and remember to reach out for support if you need to. Bye for now.